How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And here we go. Good start for the Knicks. The Knicks are back on the court tonight in Chicago facing the Bulls. It's 25-21 Knicks right now. They did have more of a lead. I think it was 23-15 at one point. Knicks are looking for five in a row. Jalen Brunson is active, is playing. They're going to need another big performance out of Julius Randle. Uh, the Bulls are a team last year that was at the top of the East, and you already know about DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine and what they do. Uh, this is a challenge for the Knicks tonight on the road. I'll keep eyes on that and keep you updated. But the conversation at hand is around Brian Cashman and your New York Yankees. What's going on, Yankees fans? How are you feeling? You've come down from the Aaron Judge is going to finish his career in pinstripes. Some of us, like me, are being patient and practicing patient p- patience, but <laughs> when I'm actually thinking about it and watching other teams make moves, it's like, man, I'm tired of the Yankees sitting back. They're supposed to be the big, bad New York Yankees. They're rumored around everyone, and it's... Uh, it's a cheap trick. It's it's nonsense. It's like they mention the Yankees because people think of the Yankees as big money, but that's the Mets now. That's the Mets now. Look at the shift. And I already talked about the shift of if the Mets are able to actually do what Steve Cohen has set out to do, and I don't see why they can't. An NL East team goes to the World Series the last couple years. Why can't the Mets be the next ones to come out of the NL East to represent the National League in 2023, they have Justin Verlander now. You guys know I don't have to tell you all the signings and uh, improvements they've already made in this you know, last week, week and a half. If they get back to the World Series, these little kids are Mets fans. These little kids are choosing. They already were choosing the last couple years. And I understand there's a lot of kids that are going to run to Yankee Stadium to see Judge. I had an episode couple weeks ago, or not even a couple weeks ago, I think it was last week, where I said, you know, these these kids that are 12, 13, 14, and nine years, like, they're going to grow up. They're going to be old enough to get on the train and go see the Yankees with their own money and drink at the stadium, and Aaron Judge is their guy. They needed to sign Aaron Judge because some of these young kids, they don't, they don't remember 2009. If you're 12, 13 years old, you don't remember that. You know, some of these young guys that call me up on WFAN, they're Yankees fans, but they don't remember 2009. Even Jeter, right? Jeter Jeter retired eight years ago. So some of these kids, they don't remember seeing Jeter walk into the batter's box, right? Uh, Sweeney Murdy, my podcast host, we will have a new BXB, Bronx Baseball podcast, tomorrow. Special guest, 
an active New York Yankees player will join us. I don't want to put it out there because, you know, you say someone's going to join you, and then there's a mix-up with time and whatever, and then that doesn't happen. So I don't want to promote it like that. But Sweeney Murdy's son is nine. He's a Yankees fan, but he can't tell you his favorite Derek Jeter moment from memory. Do they think about that stuff? Of course they do. I think signing Aaron Judge, the, the, the big reason to sign Aaron Judge, obviously you had to keep him for the fans, but like he puts people in the seats. The rumor was that they made an extra $40 million in the last eight games of that homestand where it got super weird in there. It was like watching tennis. Every time Judge got in the batter's box, everyone's partying and hooping and hollering, and as soon as the pitcher goes to wind up, silence. TikTok's being made. So where are we at with that, Yankees fans? Tell me how you feel. I know there's some Yankees fans that are beating the table, saying they're not doing enough. They're not going to do anything. And there's other Yankees fans saying, hey, let this thing play out. It's December. We've got January. We've got February. And even March. Moves will be made all the way until March. So call me up and tell me what you're thinking, Yankees fans. Reminder again at 9 o'clock, Paul Schwartz will join us. We'll talk Giants in the 9 o'clock hour. Then we'll get into some Jets and whatever else you guys want to talk about on the late night. But right now, I've got plenty of calls on the Yankees, so let's keep with that. In Fresh Meadows? What's up, Nick? You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, my man? How you doing today? I'm all right, you know. Back at it for five hours again. (laughs) That's definitely the life, man, I wish. But uh, I got a couple of points to make, but since you've been talking, I've been listening. I just want to comment on a couple of things you said, if that's cool. Go for it. All right, so you keep saying that Steve Cohen, the man, he keeps signing his team and the Mets are better. We've never seen the likes of it. If you look at it, though, are the Mets really better? They have the same exact team they had last year. No, they don't. Stop. I'm a Yankees fan. You're a Yankees fan. But they don't have the same team. So tell me what's different about their team besides they replaced uh, So so let me stop you. What's different? Just look at their rotation. Chris Bassett okay, is gone. Tywan Walker is gone. Three? Jacob DeGrom the, is gone. Okay. They had the big three last year, right? DeGrom, Scherzer, and McNeil, or however how you say his name, right? McNeil? Not McNeil. Who was the third pitcher that everyone thought was crazy on the match last year? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember anyone referring to them as the big three. They, they had their rotation big, last year. And, and you guys, they lost. They can't score runs. Right, their they top three pitchers were going runs, but yet they ha- they just re-signed Nimmo and they signed three pitchers. Their team is legitimately exactly the same as last year. How did they get better? It's it's not, and it, I under- it, I see I under- I can hear the Yankee angst in your voice. Not, nah, but it's true, <laughs> I'm though. a Yankee fan too. But Justin Verlander just won a Cy Young. He's okay, on the he's, he's on the Mets. He's forty. He's going to make more than 11 starts. Jacob DeGrom had 11 starts. We'll I, I'd, I'd, I'd actually bet on, on that. I'd bet anything on that, that Justin Verlander makes more starts than Jacob DeGrom if he's healthy. I don't uh, think he's going to have know. a season-ending injury, at knock at on wood. Verlander gets hurt a lot, too, and he's older. It takes him longer to get better and healthy. I only see him pitching like he's going to get hurt after like okay, four so, five starts. Okay, so move on from, from Verlander. Jose, okay. Jose Quintana. But in the top of their rotation, let me talk. They okay. have they have Scherzer, they have Verlander, they have Quintana. Those are three okay. game one starters from the okay. past postseason. All okay. three of those guys got the ball first. Those are three aces. 
And then okay. Kodai Senga, please go look up how many awards I know him. he's I know won. Him. Please go look up like his track him. record in the Olympics, World Baseball Classic. I am a Masahiro Tanaka fan. He is cut from the same cloth as Tanaka. Yeah, he's good, but he's a pitcher. Where's the offense? We're, we're starting with the get no offense. We're starting though. with the rotation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Start I there. You, but. Okay, they give That's, up. So one they've run. improved. Those, in, in my opinion, those guys are better than Bassett, Taiwan Walker. They, they've improved their rotation. Edwin Diaz was the first move okay. that they made. He's coming he back. I know years. it's. I know it's the, the same closer they had. Brandon Nimmo, their yeah. same center fielder. Okay, but let's say hypothetically they're number one starters. Let's just give a benefit of the doubt. They score one run. The Mets can't score runs. They have no offense. They got nobody else on offense. How are they going to score two? DeGrom gave them a gem, and they barely won that. And then Scherzer came in, and what did he do? He imploded like he did on the Dodgers, bro. He's not a winner. I'm sorry. Scherzer might be a really, really good regular season. He, he has a World Series ring. Nick, okay. Nick, take, take, some, take some time off of the Mets' hate. I understand it's, it's tough right. right now. But you can't but look it, at these Mets and say that they didn't get better, that they're not going for it, and that Steve their Cohen and, and was never the problem though. It's their offense; they can't score runs. And but they know they know they need to add another bat. But they're they're also going to let the kids play. They have a plan. If you look at what the Mets are doing, they're not signing guys to thirteen-year, eleven-year deals. They did that with. Francisco Lindor, but they're not doing that because they are going to let Alvarez play and Beatty play. And then they they went for it last year. year. Hopefully he gets better, okay, because he's a number one prospect. But he didn't show any signs. Maybe he hit one bomb and everyone went crazy. But he showed he could not handle major league talent. He could strike. He's a number one prospect in baseball. They called him up too late. They put him. They threw him into that Brave series. That would have been tough for anyone to do. I don't know. I, I I can't I can't hate on the Mets. Thanks for the call, Nick. We're, but we're not going to do that. Yankees fans have nothing to say about the New York Mets, Steve Cohen, Billy Epler, and what they've done. They've done a lot. And even if you feel as a Yankees fan, ah, oh, they're the same team. They're not. You're wrong. And and I can hear it. I, I'm in conversations with Yankees fans that right now, because the Yankees haven't done anything, they want to try and take away from what the Mets have done. Mets fans are happy right now. And in the last two years, they've been smiling around Christmas time because Steve, Steve Cohen might as well be Santa Claus. He does not care. He's going out and he's taking what he wants. And I need that energy to come from Hal Steinbrenner, Brian Cashman, and the New York Yankees. Go out and take what you want. Don't wait. If you have holes to fill, go, go fill those holes. Don't wait and say, oh, yeah, we got time. Make moves. Make deals. Right? Talk about trades. They did make a trade for Brooks Raley. They needed a left-handed reliever. They didn't get one at the deadline. They, they got Michael Givens. Okay, they go get a guy from Tampa that's going to be serviceable for them. They also went and got David Robertson for one year. They've made moves. You can't tell me as a Yankees fan, oh, they have the same team because you're bitter about the Yankees literally having the same team. Actually, less. They lost Jamison Tyone. They might lose Andrew Benintendi. As it, as it currently stands, Aaron Hicks is your left fielder. As it currently stands, Josh Donaldson is at third base. I don't want to see another Josh Donaldson at bat in pinstripes or road grays. And IKF is coming back. That was one of the first things they did. And I don't know if that was an insurance move, right? Just in case Peraza's not ready. 
I think their plan is to have them compete in spring training, but I wouldn't be surprised if IKF is starting at shortstop on opening day. And that isn't a good feeling because this team got swept by the Astros who went on to win another World Series. Yankees fans hate the Astros. I was saying last night, I'm over it, right? I'm over the whole cheating scandal because they went and did it again. That was the shut everyone up World Series. What are the Yankees going to do about it? Steve Cohen and the Mets win 101 games. They lose the division by the smallest margin. They get bounced in the first round. The only guy that got him a win goes and signs in Texas. Good. Good riddance. Goodbye. Good luck. And that fired Steve Cohen up to go and get superstars. Literally. Justin Verlander is a superstar in this game. He just won the World Series and just won the Cy Young. You can't tell me that the Mets don't get better having him. You think Max Scherzer isn't a competitor? He he's one of the like in the I don't know if we watch the same baseball. Like, he's one of the most competitive guys. This is a guy that doesn't even want to play for the Rumble Ponies. And yeah, he's up there in age, but I guarantee you him and his old pal Justin Verlander, they're I think they're close to each other in strikeout totals and some other history, some other records. I guarantee you they work well together. I guarantee you they motivate each other. I'm not hating on the Mets. There's no reason to hate on the Mets right now. If you're a Yankees fan, do not call up and say that the Mets are the same. They're not. The Yankees are the same. They're worse. Bob is in Connecticut. Hello, Bob. You're on the fan. Hey, how are you, Keith? I'm good. You you got it. All right. Um, so, number one, Yankee fan for a long time. When I was in grammar school, Mickey went to see Mickey Mantle play every Saturday when they were home. High school, Munson was my favorite guy. I was relieved when Judge signed with San Francisco, just so you know. And the reason Wait, why... Wait, what? I he didn't relieved. sign with San Francisco. When you got the fake report, you were relieved? I was relieved because the Yankee situation is they've got Stanton, they've got Cole, they've got Rizzo, they've got Donaldson. And I knew they were going to be... They were not going to go out and spend more money to get more people. So, yeah, they could have put that attendee in left, um, had um, Bader in center, and put one of the kids in right. I don't know. But no, they wouldn't have been able no, to make other moves. No but way. Let, let me, There's let no, there, Bob, you on, know, you, I'll let you, you continue, Bob, but you know that ain't right. They had to bring back Aaron Judge. He was the whole offense. He carried the team. He literally won games for them. I've, I've gone over it. Face of baseball, MVP. They could not lose their own homegrown guy. They had to pay him, and that's their own fault. Okay. Well, his best years are behind him. That's, I don't agree with that. I think I think his best year is behind him. I don't think he'll ever duplicate his MVP year he just had, but he's going to be a good player. He's actually like one of the most ridiculous players I've ever seen. He's he's going to be an all-star again. Yeah, okay, I, I love the guy, so let, let's leave it at that. He's on the team. I, I don't root against him, but I was concerned. The Yankees don't have a personality. They, sw- they rest people that aren't hurt. They switch the lineup every freaking day. You know, Boone, Boone is a joke, but what what Steinbrenner does is the Yankees have the third highest payroll in baseball. The third highest. They're probably over the luxury tax right now. That luxury tax goes to other teams. They don't have to put it back into baseball. Steinbrenner's being, by just being responsible from a fiscal 
perspective. He doesn't want to throw money away. It's Cashman that's got him in this predicament with all these long-term contracts at high dollars. So I don't think you're going to see a lot of moves. And to be honest with you, and let's say, you know, trade Stanton and pay half of his salary, which would pick up 12 to $13 million uh, a year off the salary cap, get rid of uh, the third baseman Donaldson, I don't think they're going to see the moves, and I don't expect it. And the Mets, they're doing, they're doing what they want to do. I don't hold it against them, but I think they're playing with stupid money right now. And, I, you know, I hope it works for them. I don't run against them. Um, that's kind of my thought on, on what's going on with the salary. People say, well, the Yankees are worth $7 billion. That's on paper. You don't get that until you either sell it or go borrow money. In the meantime, you got, you got to have cash flow to pay your bills. So uh, I, I, I'm not with everybody saying they got to go spend like crazy. Okay, thank you, Bob. Um, so I'm with you on the identity crisis thing. Like the Yankees don't know who they are with changing the lineups. They don't. They don't know who they are in free agency in the winter in the off season winter meetings right now. Like I'll never get over the fact that Brian Cashman openly told people he had no clue where his own guy was. Your MVP, your AL home run king. You you you're not in touch with him. You're not in touch with his camp? What's going on? So for the Yankees right now, yeah, okay, let's let's keep going with what Bob said. They're not going to spend. They're not going to spend. But that's what we feared. Judge is going to cost so much that they're going to say that's all we can spend, right? That's all we can buy. That's the, that's that's all the money we have to spend on free agents. That's a mistake. You have a, a top four team in, in the league. You have a team that was top two in the AL all year. You have a team that, like Bob was talking about, has John Carlos Stanton. You took him on. You took him on, made him a DH. Garrett Cole, hmm, you took him on. You went to go get him. Your white whale, Brian Cashman, didn't do all your research. Didn't know about that spider tack. Should have known Houston, right? You called them out for cheating. You should have known they were cheating with their pitchers as well. Give him nine years, $36 million without fully knowing what makes him him. Okay, he's still a good pitcher. Josh Donaldson, $21 million. No one wanted him. I remember laughing at that contract. Didn't the Braves give him that contract? And then he ends up with the Twins. He calls out Garrett Cole for the spider tack with the, tw- with the Twins. And then you go bring him here. With $21 million attached to him? And I remember being right here on the same microphone in the same studio saying, Josh Donaldson, are they going to try and flip him? What's his contract? No, they can't flip him. Nobody wants that money. Why would they get Josh Donaldson? He's 36. Most likely we're going to get the 36-year-old version of him. He's not MVP 2016 Josh Donaldson anymore. Well, hope this works. They had to do what they had to do to get Gary Sanchez out of here. Couldn't just non-tender him. Couldn't just let him go. Like the Twins had a year of Gary Sanchez. This guy sucks. They let him go. They signed Christian Vasquez like two days ago. Man, I could I could do this all night, and we will. I got a break, though. Keep McPherson on the fan. 877-337-6666. I got more. I got to say I got more calls to take, but we got to pay the bills. I'll be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Back at it on the fan, 8.30-ish. On a Wednesday night, back-to-back five-hour marathons. Let's get to the phones in this half hour faster. I have a guest joining us, Paul Schwartz from The Post, to talk about the Giants at 9. And uh, there's plenty of Yankees fans and I think some other calls on the line. Let's get to them. Chris is in Scrub Oak. Shrub Oak? Shrub Oak. Shrug Oak. Shrub Oak, New York. That's probably like too far out in New York where if I end up over there, I'm probably lost or made a mistake. Uh, it's like, I'm like like 20 minutes north of White Plains. Okay. How you doing? Not that far. I'm good, brother. How you doing? So, I was listening to you last night, and I got a little, I'm not going to lie, I got a little annoyed. You, I, and I'm sure you can remember saying this. You said last night that as a, as a Jet or Giants fan, probably don't want to make, shouldn't want to even make the playoffs. And I called Sal, I was talking about it, and as a Jets fan, obviously, you know, we have not been to the playoffs in 12 years. And my, I feel like if you can get to the playoffs, and even if you are one and done, don't you feel like that's just good experience for that young team to actually make it, even if, yeah, most likely they probably will go one and done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I guess everybody wants to make the playoffs, but, like, who wants to limp into the playoffs? Who wants to go into the playoffs not at your best? Like, if I'm a Jets fan, I want Brees Hall in the playoffs. I want uh, Vera Tucker in the playoffs. I I get it. I understand that. But my whole point is just to actually, and I'm talking as a Jets fan, like, just to actually say, wow, we made it to the playoffs. Even if we are one to end the drought, sure. You want to end the drought. You don't want to add another year. I I get that. Listen, come come Sunday at one o'clock when I'm at my buddy Big Steve's house, hanging out with Jimmy and Stevie Ice and Sticky the Head. We're not looking at each other saying, "No, we got to lose this game." 
No, you want to win every game. You want to win every game. But my stance was, hey, look at the bright side. Next year, you're going to be better equipped. This year, you were ahead of schedule. Nobody was picking the Jets to make the playoffs this year. If you come up short, don't be so upset. And I, I even said myself, Derek Jeter's quote. Derek Jeter's quote, right? The worst thing to say to athletes or teams in sports next year. You'll get them next year. That's 12 months away. That's too far. But when I'm looking at the Jets team with Mike White, and I I, I, I don't want to have the same episode. I don't want to have the same show back-to-back. I'm like, yo, you've defaulted into Mike White. This is year two of Zach Wilson. And you're supposed to find out in year two if your guy is the guy. That's what this whole year is about. The Jets' defense is ahead of schedule. Great. But you're not good enough to actually make the playoffs and make noise in the playoffs because your quarterback you drafted number two overall is not ready. Now let's go back to Chris. Chris, you still there? I tried to just put you on hold because I wanted to get my – there you go. You there? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So, like, I, my, I totally disagree with you when you say, like, it doesn't benefit them to make the playoffs. So, so win out. Fun. So win three out of four and go be one and done in the playoffs and you'll feel good about it as a fan. Thanks for the call, Chris. I understand that, like, hit a nerve with Jets fans. But good, that's the whole point, right? You're supposed to have a take that takes – and after I watched the Patriots win on Monday night, I was on 12-2, to 2 and I was like, yeah, they're cooked. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. There's just other teams that are in the hunt on the bubble as well that are better equipped for these next four weeks to make the push to the playoffs and potentially win in the first round. I don't look at the Jets as a team that is equipped right now to win three out of the next four and control their own destiny, but I could be dead wrong. I'd love to be because then we have more to talk about. You can call up and laugh. You can call up and say, Keith, you don't know anything about sports. You don't know anything about football. Sure, do that. But we shall see. Sunday, every Jets fan should be all in on beating the Lions. But if you lose, what's the conversation going to be on Monday? Back to the phones as we get back to the Yankees conversation. Ruben in Belleville, New York, on the fan. Big Keith, what's going on, man? Holding Listen, it down, you know, talking the talk. I want to talk you off the ledge a little bit, all right? I'm not on the ledge. I'm not on the ledge. I I, right. I, I got plenty of time until pitchers and catchers report. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the, a lot of the Yankee fans are looking at it through Mets glasses. Ignore them. <laughs> it doesn't matter what they do. They're irrelevant. Yeah, but you know we can't do that. We, we share the same land. I hear you, but we can't get anybody. and We, we need to have addition by subtraction. Wait, right? the Yankees can't get anybody? No, no, hear me out, hear me out. No, 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 hear me out. We have to get rid of some people before we can add some people. So we have Hicks taking up a roster spot. We have Donaldson taking up a roster spot. We got these three kids that we want to get them roster spots. So we, we, are, we are set to make the playoffs. We just need to make sure Cashman does the right thing at the trade deadline, which he has not done in the past. But we need to get rid of Donaldson. That's the key. That's the whole Donaldson and Hicks. Even if we package one of the Osvaldos or whatever their names are with these guys, take some money, that's the, that's the only way we're going to get better. I said that. I said if you're not going out and buying players, if you're not going to go out and buy a Carlos Rodon, if you can't buy an Andrew Benintendi, make a move Let's so that there's it. addition by subtraction. Make a move and get Hicks out of here. Get Donaldson out of here so the fans can at least feel like, okay, we are trying to improve. Hey, we're trying I, to get better. We're getting these zeros out of the lineup. 
Right, but I hear so many fans calling up saying, oh, why didn't we get Correa? Why didn't we sign this guy? I mean, we got no place for them right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, no, and I never thought the Yankees were in on Correa. Yeah. I said when that got when that, when that that got floated on, on Twitter last week, I didn't entertain it. I didn't buy into it. I didn't really talk much about it on air because if they wanted Correa, they could have got him last year, and then they could have been first to get him this year. They don't want to do that. Volpe Peraza, that's all we've heard. They hug and, the and, prospects. They're going to let these guys play in this next year, and if they're not ready, then we're going to watch – IKF. One quick thing before I go. You were right about your boy in Pittsburgh. I'm liking this kid, man. I'm hoping for big things from him. Kenny Heisman, Kenny Football, Kenny Two Gloves. He just, man, I hate watching him get hit. Uh, when, when what was it, Queen threw him down from the Ravens. I'm like, oh, he got concussed. You know, he's not the biggest guy, but he's got a big heart. Uh, Kenny Pickett, number eight, Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. I hope, I hope he leads you guys to victory. Bro. Thanks you for the call. Of course. I, I was first on him because I met him when he was 11 years old. <laughs> From the township, OT, Monmouth County, Big Red Country. I, I was playing varsity quarterback when Kenny Pickett was playing uh, Pop Warner quarterback on the field next to our varsity field. You know, the kids will play, like, under the bleachers or behind the bleachers. There's a field behind, you know, the varsity field. I was the varsity quarterback when Kenny Pickett was pulling up in second grade, third grade. And watching me play. So in, in my heart of hearts, I feel like I paved the way. I wasn't good enough to make it to the league. I went D1 and gave it up in school and focused on uh, my radio television degree. But Kenny Pickett actually lived the dream, and I live vicariously through him. So shout out to Kenny and the Pickett family in Ocean Township, New Jersey. Let's go to Westchester County and talk to James on the fan. Hello, James. Hey, Keith. I, I tell you, I got to give you credit. I've been listening to you ever since you've been on the fan. And uh, I'm a Mets fan. I know you're a Yankee fan. But you are a reasonable uh, talk show host. When this guy called up and said the Mets didn't improve, I don't know what he's looking at, okay? Yeah, no, because I'm having these conversations with Yankees fans. And I'm in chats and conversations where there's only Yankees fans and they want to talk down on the Mets. And I'm like, you have no right. (laughs) Not right now. Not right now. They added David Robinson. They added the other relief pitcher. I mean, uh, would you rather have Verlander from what he's done, or would you rather have Jacob DeGrand, okay? Do you want 11 starts, or you want 20, 25 starts, or maybe more? So, I mean, the team is better. And, you know, I look at the Astros. The Astros put a rookie at shortstop, bat number two. Look what he did. Now, the Mets might be thinking of the same thing with Beatty and Alvarez, that they might have someone who can step in and give them what they want. I like the fact that they're not signing long-term contracts. They're signing short contracts. I like it. Keep doing what you're doing. You're reasonable. Look, I rooted for the Yankees in 96 to beat the Braves because I didn't like the Braves. I give the Yankees credit for winning four championships. You have to give credit when credit is due, whether you like them or not. Yeah. Like Brady, I don't like, I don't like, the, uh, I didn't like the Patriots, but you had to give Brady and Belichick credit, and I'm giving you credit because you are doing what you are supposed to do. Good luck. Thanks for the call, James. I, I tip my cap to Steve Cohen in the Mets. I met Steve Cohen. I told you all that. I talked to him right behind home plate in Legends. I'm like, I love what you're doing. Like, you have come in and changed everything. You made an immediate impact. <laughs> like, we've never seen the likes of this in sports. An owner who's a fan of the team, who's super rich, 
and comes in and looks at everything and is like, um, <laughs> there's no salary cap. We can just go buy the best team that money can buy. Let's start it. But let's also build for the future. But let's also start the process of just signing the top players in free agency and making the Mets make it happen. They're a 101-win team. I think they have a chance to win another 90, maybe 100 games again, maybe win a division, make a run. I'm not hating on that because, honestly, it doesn't have anything to do with the Yankees. But like I said, we, sh- we sh- share the same city, the same land. Yankees fans and Mets fans are neighbors, are coworkers. It just is what it is. So there's, there's no way we can ignore it. But uh, I'm not going to let any Yankees fans call up, especially right now when the Yankees are looking at re-signing Rizzo, bringing back Tommy Canely, re-signing IKF, and then overpaying Aaron Judge from their own mistakes. That's what you've done after you got swept out of the ALCS. You don't have a foot to stand on when you're looking at the Mets, who also got bounced. But when they lose DeGrom, they respond by going to get Justin Verlander, Cy Young, World Series winner, and you already know the rest. They, they, they're, not, they're not wasting time. They are urgent. Back-to-back years. Who made all the moves before the lockout? Who just made all of these moves? Like, you got to respect it, man. If you're a sports fan, a baseball fan, you got to respect it. And I'm a Yankees fan, yeah. And, of course, I'm a Yankees homer and bias and all that. But, I mean, I'm on MLB Network giving props to the Mets all season, talking about the entire major leagues of baseball. I'm not going to get on here in front like the Mets aren't doing something that is making their fans smile every day and feel like this is the best time ever to be a Mets fan. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R. R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Okay, let's go quickly here because we got a break in like, I don't know, five or six minutes and bring in Paul Schwartz from the New York Post covering the New York Giants. We're going to talk football in the 9 o'clock hour. Keith McPherson on the fan. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep it going. Let's keep talking about New York sports. Harry on Staten Island. You're on the fan. Hey, what's going on? Um... Uh, Keith, uh, first time, long time. Thank you. Thank for thank you for calling in. Uh, I have a few points I wanted to make about the Yankees. Uh, I agree with you about the Yankees not spending any money and uh, the Mets are spending all their money. 
Um, what, what happened with Cody Bellinger? How come the Yankees didn't sign him? He's a lefty. He fits perfectly in the, what the Yankees are looking for. Can you tell me why? They just didn't think he was going to ever be as good as his dad. I don't know. Um, he, he signed with the Cubs, and it was a yeah. one-year deal that the Yankees definitely could have done, but I, I guess they, they weren't. Re -resurrect. It might have been a chance for him to resurrect his uh, career. You in know? theory, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see what he looks like with the Cubs. I'm sure in the Yankees' intelligence, they don't look at him as the MVP that he was. Didn't he win an MVP? They don't look at him as, <laughs> as the, you know, they don't look at him as that anymore. So I don't, I don't think that he was ever really, really on their radar. Left-handed bat, right? I thought right? he had yeah. a lot of bad years. Yeah, he had a lot of bad years since he won MVP. But at least give him a chance. It only takes one one year deal, you know. Yeah, I don't know. The Yankees are smarter than everyone, though. So you know, we just gotta wait and see what comes out of their brain trust. And what do you think? Do you think the Yankees should change some of their old policies, or you think that it'll never change? Like I, I, no I mean, facial hair. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. That's a, the, the, the facial hair policy is the last thing on my mind. When you're talking about their policies, it's like old policies, new new policies, new philosophies, new strategy, like the new strategies being fiscally responsible. That's why in the last few years, you get one big deal every couple years. You get John Carlos Stan after 2017. You get Garrett Cole after 2019. You get Aaron Judge after 2022, and that's it, right? And then you miss out on other guys in between, and they choose the guys to give the money to, and honestly, they haven't made the best decisions with that, but it is what it is. This new philosophy of being fiscally responsible in the era of Steve Cohen is laughable, but that's what the Yankees are on right now, right? In this new era of hugging prospects, they expect their prospects to come up and be uh, primetime players in the next two years. So, you know, we, we just got to wait and see. Yeah, I, I mean, I used to be a diehard Yankee fan, but... uh. I used to go to – I had season tickets, and I just stopped now. Like, I, I don't it's, even It's go different now. Anymore. They haven't been back to a World Series since 2009. Thanks for the call, Harry. When I was a kid, I was a diehard Yankees fan, too. Winning is fun. Winning the World Series every year, everybody wants to be a part of a winner. Everybody wants to rep the Yankees when they're going to back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back championships and having parades. It's hard to win back-to-back -back World Series in the modern-day Major League Baseball. Like, it's it's – there's a lot of parity in the sport. It's, there's more parity in baseball than any other sport. I've spoken about how, you know, for a while it was like, well, Tom Brady's going to be in the Super Bowl. You knew that. LeBron is going to be in the finals. You knew that. Um, in baseball, there was, wasn't one team. The Yankees, for a while, were the one team. Like, the Yankees are going to be in the World Series. Let's keep it moving. Hmm. Richard in Manhattan. What's up with you, Rich? Hi, Keith. I'm really looking forward to both Jet and Giant games this weekend because they're basically playoff games. But with the Jets, I don't know why a lot of people on radio are burying Zach Wilson. You never know what can happen. He this buried himself. Up. What's that? He buried himself. No, but that's for now. That was yesterday. Today and tomorrow are different days now. Yeah, he might but, be in the game Sunday. He very well he very well could be in that game Sunday. I said that in my open. He's one snap away. That's Mike, right. Mike White... And he may play great. So why? I what, doubt you that. know, this is what sports is all about. You can never bury somebody. I've seen it happen where guys have been buried and they come back. So let's see. What, I mean, who knows? I really don't even care who quarterbacks the game Sunday. I just want to see a good game. Are you a Hopefully, Jets fan? You're not a Jets fan? I'm a Jets fan, sure. But you don't I'm care who quarterbacks the game? 
I'm a Richard fan, and I look for good games. I don't care the name of the quarterback. I look to be entertained. I look to be in, uh, entwined in the game. And as long as it's a good game or a great game, I, I don't care. I don't even care if we win. Are you related to Zach Wilson? Why are you asking about you know people burying Zach Wilson then? If you don't care who quarterbacks the game and you're a fan of yourself – and the Jets, what, he, like, he may play an important part if, if if the other kid gets hurt or can't go at it. Don't forget, he he suffered some big hits last Sunday. I We're going to have to depend on Wilson. So let's see what happens. I don't, you know, it doesn't let's matter. See. I hope Mike White plays great and he doesn't have to come out. But you know, in sports, Keith, you've been following it for a long time. Keith, I wanted to say one thing. You were talking about Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett. Let me tell you, I've been watching football for sixty years, and the greatest college football player I've ever seen. Now, I'm talking about from four years, four-year football player, a guy who was great his freshman year till the culmination of his career. And the guy I'm talking about is from Pittsburgh, and he culminated leaving, leaving, uh, leading his team, the University of Pittsburgh, to a national championship in 1976. And you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Tony Dorsett. That guy... Patrick Ewing was the greatest four-year college basketball player I ever saw, and Pat and uh, Tony Dorsett was the greatest college football player from day one. I remembered him returning punts against Notre Dame in his first game as a freshman. He was 165 pounds. He was strictly a kick returner his first few games. That guy had some career at Pittsburgh. If you look at the University of Pittsburgh roster, I think they had uh, in 76, the year they won the championship, well, January 77. The year they won the championship, Keith, I think only a guy, a defensive lineman, Jacob Green, became a prominent pro. That guy, and in those days, you know, you had schools like USC, Texas, Oklahoma, Ohio State. Sure. He led a small school like which Pitt was, and probably still is, but he led that small school to the national championship. It was unbelievable. Nobody ever talks about Dorsett in that way. And he had a great pro career, too, so really. Yeah, Dallas Cowboy, legend. Thanks for the call, Richard. Let's keep it moving, because i got to go to a break. I don't know how we ended up on Tony Dorsett in Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett went there. Uh, Pittsburgh, I don't know. Every once in a while, they'll produce a LaShawn McCoy, uh, Daryl Revis, uh, Aaron Donald, and a Kenny Pickett. On to the next. Gene in Secaucus. What's up, Gene? Welcome back. Hey, what's up there, Keith? I want to make it as quickly as possible. I know you're a Cowboys fan like me, so I want to quickly talk about the Cowboys real quick and then with the hot stove stuff with the baseball. You know, I can relate to what you're saying as a Cowboys fan. We're both Cowboys fans. You know, the fraud, that's a strong word. But, you know, yeah, I kind of agree. You know, consider since 95, I mean, it's been 27 years since they won. And they've only been to the playoffs like seven times, and they seem like they're I mean, loaded every year. They, they get to the playoffs a lot, Gene. You know it. They they have double-digit wins a lot, Gene. They're frauds. Yeah. Jerry Jones is a fraud. And then until they get back to at least an NFC championship, I don't believe in them. You've gone through as much hurt as me, more so. You're older than me, so you've seen it for years. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you, you've had more joy than me. I only remember yeah. seeing one Super Bowl yeah. when I was seven years old, eight yeah, years old. Yeah, and, 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 and last year, like last year with the 49ers, you lose to the 49ers. Now, listen, it, it's shaping to be up to be, it's shaping up to be matched. The Cowboys are shaped up to match against the Buccaneers. Now, when my gut feels, if they play the Buccaneers in the first round, you know they're not going to beat Tom Brady. Nope. It's going to be another, I mean, nope. it, that, that defense will look like it looked in the Super Bowl year, and Tom Brady will be making it happen and making throws, and Dak will be throwing interceptions, and they'll be getting flagged. They'll probably have about 10 penalties. Mike McCarthy will probably mismanage the clock, and the Cowboys lose. Yeah, you're right. And you know what? Hello? 
Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, I notice you're not a big, big, big fan like me. You I know, mean, I am, but he frustrates me. I, I've been a Dak yeah. fan. I have his jersey. I, I even have, like, given money to his charity. I've bought from his. Like, I'm, I'm a Dak fan, but he frustrates me. The interceptions are frustrating. Yeah. And then when he gets in the big moments, he can't do it. When he put together yeah. that 98-yard drive, I'm like, where, where was that all game? Now you got to do that to win. And they want to change the narrative to, like, oh, win ugly. You know, the Cowboys found a way to win. Against the Texans that you were favored to beat by 18 points, that was embarrassing. And I was screaming yeah. from the top of my lungs, frauds, frauds. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Gene. we got to break it down. Now we're talking football. So coming up is Paul Schwartz from the New York Post. We're going to talk Giants. I'm going to ask him some questions. Tweet at me, at Keith McPherson, if you have any questions for Paul. Uh, let's go to the break. And Marco is going to tell you guys some things. I told Ak I'm going to stop saying tell you guys some stuff because just tell you guys some stuff seems like it's insignificant, whatever. Marco is going to hit you with some information, and that's going to reset us as we go into the 9 o'clock hour and start talking. Giants, Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.